0: This morning's New Testament reading, the New International, can be found on page 1642 of the New International Version of the Holy Bible. It is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 13 through to 35. Now, that same day, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you only a visitor to to Jerusalem and do not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God, Some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels, who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But him, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all of the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he was going farther. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognised him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road, and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven, and those with them assembled together, and saying, It is Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognised by them when he broke the bread. This is the word of the Lord.
1: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Good morning. I wonder, have you ever found yourself in the somewhat embarrassing situation where you didn't know something for for everyone else in the room was absolutely common knowledge for example perhaps you couldn't understand why everyone in your home group started laughing when you referred to Joan of arc as Noah's wife <laughs> now i'm i'm not saying that that happens to me but you get the I consistently got on hold of the wrong end of the stick all our lives. Everybody else knows something. And we can't believe we never actually realise that ourselves until the penny drops. Hurrah for Google and Wikipedia, that's what I can say. Uh, it turns out she was French. Um, so, in today's reading, the two followers of Jesus found themselves walking on that road to Emmaus in a state of ignorance. Now, their predicament was a lot more serious than the rather silly example I've just given. They found themselves in the grip of despair following the death of their Lord Jesus. Their world, their expectations had just been ripped to shreds. They had expected so much from Jesus, they said themselves, he was a great prophet, but they had hoped for even more. Perhaps he was even going to be their long-awaited Messiah. But no, he'd been crucified—that most shameful belittling of deaths. And yet, earlier that morning, being their friends had claimed some had visions of angels. But then they were women, so who to believe? And as they're walking along, then this chap comes out of nowhere, starts walking alongside them. They get chatting. And they tell him everything about their time with Jesus and their expectations of him. And then this bloke talks to them through the scriptures, the Jewish scriptures, in which they were so well-versed. And as he spoke, slowly the penny started to drop. All the things they thought they knew, all the assumptions they'd made, all the times they hadn't quite paid close attention in their history lessons or in the synagogue. This man was making everything clear to them And then he breaks bread. Jesus. From despair to hope and joy. An encounter with Jesus. And not even realising it was Jesus until the very end. It clear for them. They had been in despair, confused, lost. But now, suddenly, they had deep hope deep, and joy and hope for the future. And really, this is our Easter story. Jesus' resurrection allows us to understand the world in a whole new way. We realise now that Jesus is the first fruits of God's new creation, that new heaven and new earth that we're promised that new creation that we are invited to, our own inheritance. Jesus came to bring us fullness of life. And as Easter people, we will witness to the joy and the hope of that new creation. Jesus journeys with us and uh, something great I heard just before the start of the service was how surprised we are even now when Jesus shows up and walks alongside us. Jesus helps us to understand our story. And actually, more often than not, we don't understand until perhaps it's a little bit too late for the age Jesus when the revelation hits. We witness in really practical ways in really desperate situations what the fullness of life should look like that new creation we see the image of God in every woman man child in our world we journey alongside people in our world's poorest communities to witness to fullness of life We have a strapline, we believe in life before death. And it's our firm faith that, that Christianity is not just about getting to heaven when we die. It's about fullness of life here and now. And it's about witnessing to how life will be on the new earth when God recreates it. Can I have the uh, the next slide? In the community that we heard about uh, in the film just now, uh, Saoula in rural Sierra Leone, Christian Aid and the partner organisations that we work with started off engagement in that village. With, uh, that's a picture of it, though, that piece of paper on the floor on that slide now. A PVC assessment. So... Remember how Nurse Judith said in the film that the community was not working together when she first arrived? Well, that's what my colleague Joanna has also found. I I had the privilege of uh, meeting Joanna when she visited the UK a couple of weeks back. She's the auntie Joanna that was featured in the video. She found that too. So what our Christian Aid and our partners do is that we gather the community together. The P of PVC stands for participatory. We gather everyone in the community together men, women, children, people who are living with disabilities. We gather them, and in in a sense, we get them to tell us their story. And of course, in the process of them telling that together to us, they gain new insights about their life together and things that they realise things that perhaps they hadn't articulated before. So participation is absolutely key, everyone together. And then the V, PVC, the V stands for vulnerabilities. They write down all the problems, all the vulnerabilities that they face together as a community. Some perhaps only the children face, some perhaps only people living with disabilities face. But they write them down all the ways the the ways in which they're vulnerable. And then once they've got them down in one place, one end of that massive sheet of paper, they start to think about, well, what are the solutions? We know what our problems are. We've written them down now. We've we've audited that. How do we move forwards? Because understanding that there are solutions to all the problems they're facing is a game-changer. It allows them to start to plan for a better future. So then the C of PVC stands for capabilities. What do they have amongst them already as a community What will help them to start to work towards these solutions? So what skills, what resources do they have? Because they're not powerless. Far from it. They have stuff to bring. But, of course, there are tons of gaps too. stuff that they're going to need outside help, outside agencies, outside resources in order to address. And so they may ask us as Christian Aid and our partners to fill some of those gaps. And others, we can't, but we can point them to other agencies. So they write down everything, the capabilities that they have, and then where the gaps are and who they can talk to and who will work with them to fill those gaps too. So uh, in the video, the main thing they talked about was uh, rebuilding their health centre to improve the health care there, particularly the maternal health care, as I mentioned. And they did have quite a lot of building materials there. I think they had quite a lot of wood available to them. Uh, but Christian Aid was able to supply them specifically with uh, concrete and wheelbarrows and other, you know, things they didn't have. Nurse Judith, already part of the village, will have had good links, made the links to the Ministry of Health to ensure that once the, um, once, once the medical facility is built, they have the a supply of drugs, because the, the government has committed to supply drugs and medicines the wherewithal to kit out the health centre. So they make this plan. It's their plan and they work on it. It's their story. Joanna says she gets her phone out. She takes pictures of it. She writes it up when she goes back to the office. But the piece of paper, it stays in the community. They own it. They write down who's going to take on the next thing, who in the community is working on what. It's a project plan. Yeah, they do invite us and others to assist them, to help them on their journey. And it's a journey which helps them move from despair, all those problems and vulnerabilities, to hope and to joy. Could we have the next slide? It's not Christian Aid that owns this project. It's not Christian Aid's story. It's them that owns it, it's their story. You can see the joy in their faces when Joanna shared pictures of her time with the villagers. There's so much joy and celebration going on. We've helped them to see how fullness of life can really be possible in their communities. And there's so much more going on in that community than I've got time to share with you this morning. Um, So many more facets to that. But the health centre is such a great one. Before they thought it was God's will that their baby would die. They thought it was God's will if a mother died in childbirth. And we've helped them to see that it's God's will that they live their lives together, fullness of life, as well as they possibly can. Because Christian Aid is born from the churches of the UK and Ireland. This is our story. We don't do much in this sense, but we do a heck of a lot. And it's our story together as a church in Southbourne, as a church in the UK, as a church around the world. This is our story. This is how we, through our prayers, through our giving, we are bringing change. We are helping people come to fullness of life. We here are helping people to move from despair to joy and hope and this is such a, a tiny example of our work around the world we work in about 35 different countries through over 500 partner organizations this is a tiny glimpse of the stories that we are part of so thank you so much for the ways that you are part of this thank you julie for taking on it's your first year taking on this organization for christian aid week in particular Please do support Julie and all that you're doing. Thank you if you're having lunch today or breakfast next week. Thank you if you're going from house to house with the envelopes um, in the bright sunshine of Christian Aid Week. It's always bright and sunny. The gardens always look absolutely glorious. It is an absolutely fantastic day to have a bit of a nose around your neighbours' houses. Um, I'm sure you've all done it a lot of... Right, I've spoken for far far too long. So um, I pray that Jesus keeps walking with you, with us. Thank you for moving the slide on. I'd forgotten. (laughs) I pray that the Holy Spirit keeps us in close communication, close communion with each other and with Jesus. I pray that we here are reminded of the joy that awaits us and that we are prompted in our lives, in all we do, to witness to everyone the fullness of life in heaven. Amen.